So that's uh, listen I, to this. I think people just don't know how to order. Daniel, this guy, he goes through. Daniel goes through drafters. First off, every time he goes to the drafter, and I've seen this, he puts in his order. He's like, "Could I get a number one Big Mac?" And they go, "What else would you like, ma'am?" And then you have to correct them, and you say, "I always go, I'm a gentleman." And then one time, okay, so then he corrects them and says, "You know, I'm a dude." And then one time he's at one drive-through, and he's ordering his food. And then across the street he sees another restaurant that he also enjoys. He went through two drive-throughs on the same day, like at the same time. That was a dark day for me. <laughs> I'd say I don't think it's just me. I think there are a lot of people out there that have done double drive-through. I was going through Wendy's. Mm-hmm. I'm really embarrassed about this. I was going through Wendy's. And I got my food from Wendy's, and then I saw across the street there was like a KFC. And I thought, well, you know, it would be a nice appetizer for this Wendy's, a chicken leg. <laughs> so then I went and did double drive through Have you never done this before? No, of course not. That's ridiculous. You don't, you don't, there's never been a place where you like the burger at one place, maybe the fries at another place? No, I don't make multiple, tr- I don't well, go Well, I don't need to be f- made a, to feel ashamed. A scavenger hunt for fast food. Everybody out there has done a double drive-through no, at some point I, or another. I, I'll take calls right now. Has anybody ever done a double drive-through? And I'm not talking about because you have kids and your kids want Wendy's and you want a McDonald's, so you did both. I'm talking about as a singular person in a car. <laughs> have you been at Taco Bell and then seen a McDonald's and went there too? It's never happened. Everybody's done it. Give us a call if I want to know: Have you done that or not? A double drive-through. In other words, you're sitting at KFC. And, oh, oh, by the way, Taco Bell, I think I'll run over there, too, while I'm at it. That's impossible. Maybe you went through, like, McDonald's, and then you saw a Wendy's, and you go, hmm, I got a little taste for Wendy's chili, too. I, I don't see. No, I don't think so. Hey, hey uh, good morning. It's uh, it's the bull. What's up? Well, you've got to answer the call first. Oh, yeah, i got to turn them on. <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, good morning. It's, uh, it's the bull. What's up? McDonald's French fries with Wendy's Frosty. Oh, they there do. You go. This does happen. So you've done a double drive-through. Yes. Thank it's, you. I mean, how much time do you have? No problem. <laughs> Say that again. I mean, that you gotta have time on your hands to do all that, right? Well, it depends on if you hit one that's close to one another. But McDonald's ice cream machine's always broken, so you gotta hit the Wendy's for the Frosty. Uh, you know how car lots—they're all in a row. You know, like there's yeah. there's like Mercedes, Buick. Forward. What if there was like a row of fast food restaurants just all in a row so you can mix it up? You get It'd your fries great. at one place. All right. She's on your team. Thanks for the call. No problem, buddy. Oh, my God. I had no idea. Hey, good morning, Tig and Daniel. Who's this? This is Mark. Mark, you ever done uh, double drive through? Last night, I went to Taco Bell and got three tacos. And then I went to uh, Coney Island and got me three Coney's. My man. <laughs> <laughs> my man, he says. <laughs> and I do it often. Oh, my God. I had no idea. Not only has he done it, he does it often. So, Ty, I believe you've done double drive-thru. You just can't remember. I don't think I have. <laughs> oh, that's uh, something. All right, thanks for the call. Hey, good morning. Ty and Daniel, who's this? Hi, this is Tara. Hey, uh, have, you, have you done double drive-thru? Yes, and that's funny that you said that because just recently I was I went through um, Popeye's and was like, okay, I really want a spicy chicken sandwich. And then I didn't like there, so then I went to Chick-fil-A right after that My and man. ate their spicy chicken sandwich. Golly. So it does happen. 
you got an issue with loving spicy chicken sandwiches too much. I do. Well, I'm learning something new about Americans. Now, apologize I, I, to me, Tig. You get on here and shame me for my double drive-through, and now you see that I'm not the only one. It's not, you're, I, I apologize. I had no clue. Hey, good morning. It's uh, Tiger Daniel. Who's this? This is Leah. Uh, Leah, are you guilty of double drive-through? I am. I do it all the time, actually. Um, I, I don't know if it. I don't know if it'd be considered the same, but like, I really like the lemonade at Kane's Chicken. But I'm tired of the chicken sometimes, so I'll go get a lemonade and then I'll go somewhere else to get some food. Double drive-through. Let me yeah. ask. You, let me ask you this, Leah. I do something even more shameful. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start eating at home. I'm going to eat healthy. I go to the grocery store, pick out all these healthy uh, fruits and vegetables and things to prepare at home. On my way home, I pass a Wendy's. And I got to <laughs> swing through. I do that all the time too because you're tired. I mean, after shopping, you're tired and you don't want to cook anything. So I did it too. I'm like, I'm gonna change, but just this one last fix. Yeah, I can cheat on my diet all before right. I start it. <laughs> thanks for the call. All right, thanks. Well, I stand I'm corrected. Tired, yeah. You owe me an apology. I apologize. I had no idea. You should do a double drive-through. Takes too much time, man. I could barely sit three it's minutes in line. It's called fast anyway. food. You're an imbecile. It's fast food. It takes three minutes. All right, all right. Takes too much time. I wish you could go back and tell like a caveman. You know what? Sometimes I go through a drive-thru and it takes three minutes and I have to pay a whole dollar. And they spent like four years chasing a goat. Yeah, they have to try to kill a monkey with a blow, blow dart. <laughs> <laughs> for, for half an afternoon. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Scotty McCreary at 98.5 The Bull, 607. Remember, beat the gator. You still got a chance at, excuse me, beat the bull. You still got a chance at up to $1,000 today. Good morning, guys. Good morning. That's what is a, the gator? Uh, you know, like uh, that lives in water. Ah. And, uh, but we got beat the bull. And uh, a chance uh, up to $1,000, $740 this morning. Well, I'm not off to a great start this morning, Ty. I was yelled at first thing in the morning. And uh, anybody that's ever been in a relationship with anybody knows that getting yelled at first thing in the morning is not what you want. Off on the wrong foot, huh? Off on the wrong foot. Now, this was not, I was not yelled at by someone I know. Mm -hmm. I was on my way into work this morning on Denver. It's always, you know, dark outside. Which way do you come into work, by the way? I come up 13th. You don't, you don't have to get on Denver, do you? I don't touch Denver, no. Well, I guess on Denver here, close to Guthrie Green, there is a, I know the police station is there. There must also be a shelter, a homeless shelter, or something like that, because there's oftentimes people laying out there asleep right beside the road. The Salvation Army is over there. Okay, that's what it is yeah. then. And there is a, quite a crew that hangs out over there, and in the morning I ride by there sleeping. Well, this morning I come by on my way to work. A guy is laying there. I have my window down. He sits up and goes, hey! We're trying to sleep. Were you blaring music? No. Huh. He just didn't want me riding by. And oh. he was yelling at everybody that rode by. He should uh, apply for like a permit to get the uh, street shut down for those hours. Well, I just thought, you know, me driving by is not as loud as you screaming. And there's also must be 30 people around him also trying to sleep. But I get scolded first thing in the morning. You know, I, I was driving one day and a guy screamed at me. What were you doing wrong? driving <laughs> but i went past one of those you know how they sometimes will have camps mm -hmm. set up where there's uh you'll see tents and sleeping bags and i drove past one and a guy starts screaming at me and all i was doing was driving 
Same here. And I just wanted to pull over and be like, hey, buddy, you know, uh, you screaming is waking up everybody else here. You're the rude one in this situation. Yeah, you caused more tr- trouble. Yeah, he got onto me real good, though. Scare you a little bit? Uh, it didn't really scare me. It just made me feel like, well, am I doing something wrong? And then I realized, no, I'm not doing anything wrong. This guy's in the wrong. But that's, you know, I don't like being yelled at first thing in the morning. I don't blame you. That's a bad way to start things off. I felt bad for his cohorts around him. They were all, they were trying to sleep, and he's in there. He's out there screaming. The responsible thing for him to have done would be to not say a word, but later this afternoon when everybody's up, then confront you. Then come and get me. Yes, yes. So hold up a sign. Like in a in an actual marriage, let's not fight before work. I'll talk to you after work about my grievances, and we can work it out then. Maybe me and him need some counseling. Could be. Also, and, and I, I'm not being insensitive at all, but if you do sleep outside, why must you sleep one foot from the street? That makes me so nervous because sometimes somebody's going to come over that curb every now and again on accident. Why not, you know, at least move 10 feet away from the street? Why must it. they sleep right on the sidewalk, head mere inches from the curb? I, I don't know the answer. I, I don't know if they're in the right mind for one thing, but I do see what you're talking about. That uh, And also they don't, um, you know, I should yell at them because they, a lot of times the guys that are hanging out downtown at uh, 5.30 in the morning, I've got a green light. They're not supposed to cross, but they cross. I could yell at them. That's another thing. Oftentimes when you're walking down the street, they will also be walking right down the middle of the street or when you're driving, they're walking. It's dark. I don't know. I sound like an insensitive jerk now. No, you not really. I a mean, little bit. I'm complaining about this. Uh, I don't know how to help. We've talked about this a million times. I feel like guilty for being annoyed. But the reason I get annoyed or upset is because it's dangerous. It is dangerous because, and you know, a lot of times they're not. I mean, they're they're not wearing a reflective gear like a construction worker. You know, it's it's very dark, and the streets aren't perfectly lit. And you could easily just bump into somebody and not even be negligent, but just happen to, oh, my God, there's a guy. Oops. And hurt somebody. But um, I'm sorry you got yelled at this morning. I'll try to be very uh, gentle with you because I can tell you're very delicate today already. <laughs> I'm not delicate. I just, I almost want to yell back like, hey, well, maybe don't litter so much. <laughs> <laughs> get into that it. That also sounds really insensitive. Um, a lot of times the folks are litter bugs. Ugh, I'm sorry. Is that offensive to say litter bug? You get, can you say that? I want to get fired like that John Gruden. He also called people litter bugs. Let go from the NFL. Is that what got him? Yeah. <laughs> called somebody a litter bug? Like, you yeah. can't do that. They caught him an email saying litter bug, and they were like, ah, you're out of here. You called a guy bug? That's an insect. That's an insult. Is that a fair statement, though? A lot of times people uh, are litter bugs that are out there on the street. I will say that I used to live right at the corner of 36th and Peoria. And they do have, I guess, municipal trash cans that belong to the city. And what I did notice is that some of them did try to throw stuff in the trash can, but there's so much stuff that I don't know what choice they have except to then litter around the trash can. So they tried their best to throw it away, but the city wasn't coming by enough to dump the garbage, and 
you would have that problem. All right. Well, let the healing begin. Let I'm the sorry, healing I'm begin. I'm sorry to get on. I feel like, like I said, a jerk. Like, are you not uh, allowed to even mm. talk about this, or is it? Yes, of course you're allowed to talk about it. It's just a, a problem. I think maybe Tulsa's biggest problem, and I don't know the answer to it. Again, that you know, I'm not sitting here like criticizing the city because I don't know the answer. I, I couldn't it, begin to know the answer. No city has. You know, I was reading about uh, Portland, Oregon. Do you know anything about Portland, Oregon? Not a lot. Well, what I was reading is that they have such a homeless issue up there that, um, and by the way, I was reading some people just choose that lifestyle up there, the way the weather is and, it's, you know, not like snowing and all that kind of stuff, that the city just said, well, there's nothing we can do. We're not going to send police out to kick people off your stoop anymore. And so they just kind of exist where they exist. And so, because they couldn't figure it out, right? So it's a problem. It's not just here. We had it in Nashville. We have it here. New York City, when we were there. I mean, it's just everywhere, right? I, I, although- it is everywhere, but it does seem like people are getting more aggressive. And even we had callers that, that know a lot about the situation. You, part of you wants to help, but then people are like, hey, you better be careful doing that because if you try to personally help, you never know what you're going to get that particular day. Because I've seen people wearing machetes and walking around, you know, yelling at an ant bed for two hours. I don't know how you, what you're supposed to do in that situation. They're not in their right mind. And, and they have a machete is the main thing. And that's a problem. I don't care for machetes. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever see any horror movie. I, mean, I care for them if I'm in the woods trying to get through vines. But, uh, you know, not walking down Riverside with one. Yeah. Um. By the way, I wanted to tell you, you know, it was confirmed that a, a tornado hit Coweta and damaged the school and other structures there. But now you got to watch out. There's there's people in the world that when they hear, oh, they had a tornado there, then the scammers come out. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. People trying to uh, yeah, they, benefit they, or reap the they, benefits. They of try the- to act like they're your, fr- they're your friend, but really what they're trying to do is get some money from you. And uh, I'll tell you what to look out for, because sometimes it comes across as pretty legit. You know, you got a hole in your roof, and somebody says, man, I can fix that for you. And then the next thing you know, they got your money. So that's coming up with Did You See right here on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country at 615. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Beat the bull, your chance at $1,000, 740 this morning, and it's only on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Good morning. We are Ty and Daniel. Let's take a look at what in the heck is going on around the world and right here in Tulsa. Brought to you by Daniel's Dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougall at Hugh McDougall Dentistry. So it's confirmed uh, a tornado did impact Coweta. An EF1 tornado touched down, uh, and the school we mentioned was closed yesterday because they just wanted to survey the damage once, you know, it's daylight and it's easier, and they decided, you know what, school's canceled today because we're about to start fall break Wednesday anyway. So uh, now just no school this week, and that'll give them time to do any repairs they need to do. Uh, Also, this is when the scammers come, and what happens is people, they flock to areas where people are in distress, and they sort of prey on your vulnerability and let's say you have a damaged roof or you have a hole or something and uh, somebody will come knock on your door and go, oh, my goodness, you poor thing. Look at this roof of yours. I mean, 
You're getting water in your house. I, I don't see how you do it. I, I want to help you out here. You know, they come out like they're on your side. And, of course, you're going to get some insurance money, and they know this. And so they go, cha-ching, this is my little piggy bank. This is my ATM. And they say that these guys will come up and they say, always be wary of a high-pressure sales pitch. One of those pitches that's like, now listen, I can fix your roof, but you're going to have to go ahead and sign up right now for me to do this. I'm not going to be able to come back because there's 100 other people on the block that need my services, but I want to help you. Go ahead and sign the dotted line, and I'll get you taken care of. Then they get the, get your money, and then they're ghost. Bye-bye. They're gone. They say even guys will do what they well, they'll be they'll be like really nice to you. You go, you know what? I'll get my ladder out. I'll go inspect your roof for free. And then some people go up there and they damage it on purpose. Pull up some shingles or whatever and go, yeah. And they take a picture of it and they come off the ladder and they go, yeah, look here, man. You got some problems. And and they say sometimes people are going up there and damaging it themselves just to kind of create the illusion that you have actual roof damage. So be careful of high-pressure sales pitches. Don't give anybody money before they do the job. Watch out for that. I had a house flood in Nashville last year. Mm-hmm. And, of course, whenever it, it, it floods, like you said, you got a million people that come out. And I get what they're doing. They're trying to jump on this and because it's insurance generally is going to pay. But in the case of flood insurance, it doesn't go through the company. The flood insurance people just cut you a check, and then you dole it out how you see fit. Mm-hmm. Well, these guys came out, and they were like, hey, uh, we got to get under there and uh, mitigate. What that means is remove the moisture from the crawl space. Mm-hmm. So they put a bunch of fans down there, and then they sent me an invoice, and they charged me like around the tune of about $6,000 for putting some fans under there and removal of wet insulation. Well, then the flood inspector calls me and says, hey, man, uh, a little problem on this invoice here. You didn't have any insulation under the house. So they, they were trying to charge me like three dollars $4,000 to remove something you didn't even have under your house exist. in the first place. Yeah, so yeah. I have firsthand experience with that. Did you see that? Have you noticed, Ty, that there's less robocalls? You know, now that you mention it, I wasn't paying attention, but I have been getting less. There's a new technology, and I believe uh, the FCC has made some new rules that have cut robocalls down by 30%. That was a mandate passed this summer. Now, Although I do notice less, there are still a few. You you may not know the answer to this, and and I don't either. But I thought that we had, I don't know, five, ten years ago, this thing called a no-call list. Mm-hmm. And you could opt in, and you can go to the website and type in your number, and you weren't ever supposed to get a call like this again. How do they get around that? Are they just... I think these are foreign countries. And so they're not bound or they don't yeah, care well, yeah, about the rules? Companies in the United States are not allowed to do this because they could get in trouble. But I think foreign countries, spoof is what they call it. Whenever you look down and you see a number from your hometown and you think, uh-oh, this must be some emergency yes. for is back home. hospital calling? You yeah. know, my mom's, what's going on? So you pick up the phone because it looks like that's my home area code. And then it's always this garbage, either... The uh, IRS is trying to get money from you or your warranties expired, Always all that something. bull crap. Also, Tag, did you see that William Shatner is supposed to go to space? He was supposed to go today, actually, with Jeff Bezos on Blue Origin. Now he's going to have to wait a day. The weather today is not favorable. They say it's too windy. And I'm thinking, the, uh, wait a minute now. This is a spaceship. Is wind an issue? 
Apparently so. Well, if I'm going to go in a ship into space, you know, wind should be the least of my worries. <laughs> We're going to be in space, for God's sake. Also, I'm thinking about William Shatner. Okay, like imagine you go to bed tonight knowing you're going to go to space tomorrow. How much sleep are you going to get? He's 90 years old. I would like to think at that point in my life that I would be kind of a little more relaxed about it. But if he spent like last night, you know, you know, worried and wringing his hands together like, oh, my God. I, now he's got another <laughs> night of that to do there. I guess you're right. You know? And then he's got this news like, wait a minute, this thing can't withstand wind? And I'm going to an oxygen-free atmosphere? This ain't good. Uh, did you see that Christina Ricci has gotten married? Ag that. Again. Oh. Now, if you're a famous actress in Hollywood, a lot of times you think, well, she'll probably marry another famous actor or something like that. No, no, no. She's marrying her stylist. I don't I don't think celebrities should marry other celebrities. Oh, well you should let them know. Yeah. Who should they marry then? Just regular folk. Cuz uh, it seems like I don't know, like there'd be competition cuz I could see where it's like if you're married to somebody famous and they're getting all the movie roles and you keep getting auditions and not getting them, I could see where you get like a jealousy thing going on. Well, she married uh she's been married before and and before that she married like the grip or something. That's the guy that I think puts tape on the ground to let people know where to stand or something like that. Oh, he's the, they call it the key grip. I think that's, that's what the guy married, who yeah. carries around the equipment at movies. Yeah. I feel like we kind of grew up with Christina Ricci, though, because she was in that movie Casper. Remember that movie Casper the Ghost? Mm -hmm. No, you don't. I remember the movie, but I do definitely remember her in the Adams Family. She was in the Adams Family, and yeah. then, you know, like I said, we saw her as a child. And then she grew up and did that movie Black Snake Moan. Did you see that one with Samuel L. Jackson? No, I never saw. Oh boy, that, that is rife with nudity. What? It it yeah. Don't let don't Samuel let the, L. Jackson's nude. No, 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 no. Christina Ricci. Ah, uh, pretty good movie, but not one for the kids to watch. Well, hopefully, uh, the second time's a charm for Christina Ricci. Maybe so. I hope today's the uh, a charm for you if you win up to one thousand dollars with Beat the Bull. Gosh, we had several $400 winners. No one's hit the $1,000 yet, and that's going to be your shot. 740 right here with Ty Gadano, 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. And I, I think things will be going a lot better for everybody if you can win four tickets to Oktoberfest. And Daniel says right if you on. run into him at Oktoberfest, he'll buy all your beers. Wrong. Oh, man, that's a steep one. Okay. Uh, Joey, what do you do for a living? I'm an instructor at Tulsa Tech. Oh, is that a, is that a, what do you teach? Aviation maintenance. Oh, Lord. Oh, look at that. Uh, so is that like an A&P mechanic? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah I, I teach the structures part. See, like, uh, I love aviation, so I know exactly what he's talking about now. Now, I want to meet Joey at Oktoberfest and just well, talk that's airplanes. that's just who I want to give you, see you getting drunk off beers as a guy in aviation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, Joey. It's trivia potpourri. I'm going to ask you some uh, just general knowledge trivia questions here. All right. First up, Joey, which brothers made the first manned powered flight at Kitty Hawk in 1903? Dude, if he doesn't know this, hold on, before Joey, before you answer, if right. you don't know this, you, ain't a, you, you don't know what's going on, okay? Right. Right, brothers. Right, brothers is correct. How long did that first flight last? It was like 12 uh, seconds or something. It wasn't even a minute. Yeah, it was quick. Well, how long was it? 12 seconds or a minute? Um, 12 seconds. 
So basically, they just crashed a plane right away. Let's not <laughs> let's not say they flew. They just they crashed. Got, uh, um, it's falling with style. Right. <laughs> Joey, inside what human organ is the auditory canal? Auditory ear. Ear is correct. Joey, what is the French word for thank you? Uh -oh. <laughs> bonjour? No. I think bonjour is enjoy. I think, no, that's hello. Yeah. Hmm. No, bonjour is hello. I think that's hello, yeah. Uh, Tig, help Merci. him out. What is the Merci. French word for thank you? Croissant. No, it's merci. 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 Yeah. Uh, Joey, what is the smallest state in the United States of America? You mean population-wise or by no, land? smallest. By land. Um, Rhode Island. Rhode Island is correct. And finally... What two-dimensional ge geometric figure has a circumference and a radius? Circle. Look at the big brain on Joey. Hey, well, yeah, well, he fixes airplanes for a living. He's got to be a well, smart man, guy. Obviously, he doesn't know anything about the French language. Well, do you, do you ever work on an Airbus? I have not. That's a French airplane, so he wouldn't know, okay? There you go. All right, so. Joey doesn't speak French, but he kisses that way. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. All right. All right. So you're going to Oktoberfest, man. That's going to be a great time. I hear it's right so. On. We haven't ever been. Have you been to Oktoberfest? I have. Is I've it been just, a couple times. Is it just a hell-raising thing, or is it uh, a calm and collected? How is it? Oh, it's a party. you got to go to the big tent. Go to the big tent. Uh, do you wear those lederhosen, those panties? No, I haven't worn any lederhosen. Maybe next year. Well, you better get into it, Joe. If I find you with lederhosen, I'll just tear your ticket. Or without them, I'll tear your ticket up. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, we, we want you wearing them until then, Joey. <laughs> it is cool enough. While you're working on the aircraft, wear lederhosen. People yeah. will take you very seriously. Yeah. Okay. I remember Joey from history. He's the guy that worked on the Hindenburg. <laughs> the Hindenburg, yeah. That, that was very... Uh, an eventful. That, that didn't go too well, did it, Joey? All right. No. <laughs> too soon, too soon. Okay, man, uh, we appreciate you listening to The Bull, and we'll see you at Oktoberfest. Yeah, oh, 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 yeah. And don't forget, man, we still got Beat the Bull, a chance at $1,000 at seven forty for everybody else right here on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tyga and Daniel. Jason Aldean and Carrie Underwood, if I didn't love you, it's 98.5 The Bull. We still got that $1,000 chance for Beat the Bull coming up at 740. You know, if you work in an office environment, I'd say like we, we do, and about every third office or cubicle with a lady will have a space heater at it, right? That is true. I have noticed that. I've also noticed in my life, Tig, um, if you've ever taken a shower with a lady or oh. a bath, they like it to be about a billion degrees. They, they, it's basically they go boiling and then they back it up one degree. Why is that funny to you? I just didn't know you were going to talk about I'm that. I'm just saying, on the radio. have you ever taken a bath with or a shower with a lady? It's very they too hot. And I'm talking about married people only kids. But even in the summer it'll be July, you know, and it's cool inside with the air conditioner, but there'll there'll be a space heater every now and then, you know, under the under the desk. Um what is that? You know, scientists have discovered why women tend to feel colder than men. Okay, I'd love to hear it. And it all goes back to nature according to these scientists. Uh, it goes back, you know, just, you know, thousands of years, however long. It's related 
to, among other things, to the reproduction process and caring for offspring. So women like warmer environments because all throughout nature they have to take care of the kids and they're the nurturers and things like that. They want to get them into a, a environment where it's warmer and food is more plentiful. Oh, wow. This is deep. Yeah, it kind of makes sense, doesn't so it's it? It's like almost like primitive. You still got that left over. Also, uh, so how do you say it? Sociological. Okay. Phenomenon observed in many animals and in humans. Females tend to have much more physical contact between themselves, whereas males have a more distance contact, and they shy away from contact with each other. Mm-hmm. So ladies just like to be closer, closer to each other. And warmer. And warmer. With the space heaters even at work in modern day. And another thing, that's females like warmer environments versus males liking cooler environments, so it will give the animal or the, the animal a bit of distance from each other so they can all have some peace and quiet. I see. Okay. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, kind of. I'm wrapping my brain around it, yeah. Yeah, but it all goes back to the raising kids and things like that. That doesn't explain why, you know, ladies need a shower to be a million degrees. Hot as lava. And it hurts. Okay. Why, why does this make you so uncomfortable, Todd? I'm not uncomfortable. I just, you know, why you would bring that up on a radio show is beyond well, me. But... The, the topic is... Do ladies really like you know, like it that much warmer or hotter or whatever? Well, okay, so here's the thing for me. If if what you're saying is true and guys don't mind the cooler temperatures but ladies like to be warmer, how does that work in the house when you only have one thermostat? Well, how does it work in your house? My significant other, my wife, she controls the temperature of the house, and it is like... A polar bear would feel comfortable in my house. So she likes it. She likes it cooler. She in likes there. it very cold in the house. Well, then that's totally disrupting the uh, whole but I scientific wonder, study. I, I know, but I wonder if it's because then she can bundle up at night as if it's winter and she's keeping herself. I don't know what it is, but like it's summertime and she uses a down comforter. You know. Like filled with goose feathers? Well, yeah, like a very, like, it'll be freezing in the house, but then at night she wants to be, like, snug as a bug and a down comforter. So maybe there's something to this. I don't know. Well, you also said that she works from home, and the thermostat, you'll have it at, like, 68, and then she'll have, like you said, the space heater also under the desk. So she likes the house cold, but then a space heater's at the desk. And I'm like, two things are going on here. Let's just turn the thermostat up. Well, you're a married guy. How do y'all decide the thermostat situation? Whatever she decides. <laughs> I don't get a vote. It's not a democracy. It's a dictatorship. But, you know, that begs the question, what is, because I uh, house set for my neighbors, and I go in there, and it's 78 degrees. Oh, Lord. And I said, oh, well, they've turned up the thermostat because they're on vacation, and they don't want to. And I, so then I comment, and I say, your house is 78 degrees when you're gone. Your cat must be like, and they go, no, we keep it on 78. That's their normal operating thermostat setting. Those are, your neighbors are animals. That's what I'm like. How do you even sleep in at 78? So we wanted to kind of know what is, what is the thermostat set on, at your house? Because mine's very cold. My neighbor's very hot. And even in corporate, have you ever been worked at a place where they have a lock on the thermostat? Yes. 
It's like this like plastic case around it with a key so nobody can touch the thermostat. Is it like that here? I haven't noticed I haven't, yet. I don't even know well, where the Here th- they hide it from us. I'd have yeah. no idea where the thermostat is. Oh, there it is. I can see it. It's not locked. We used to work <laughs> in Nashville at iHeartMedia, and they had it behind lock and key. Now, we could get on the air and say anything we wanted. We could say and cuss get, words. And incur millions of dollars worth of fines, but we were not allowed to touch the thermostat. <laughs> so anyway, what do you keep the thermostat on at your house? I wonder how you negotiate this or what is a reasonable thermostat. Because to me, 68 is too cold. 78, like those animal neighbors of yours, is too hot. Too hot. Yeah, so what's your thermostat on? Like when you set your thermostat at your house, we'd like to know where is it? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Because there's two schools of thought. One is... Let's set it somewhere that's not perfectly comfortable so we can save some money or just screw it and let's be comfortable <laughs> and pay the power bill. <laughs> you know, 918-879-9898. Where is your thermostat? You ever have that uh, buddy that comes over and he thinks it's so funny to adjust it to 69 every time? Like, come on, man. <laughs> because we're, of the you know, We're in our 40s now. Let's... <laughs> No, I don't have that kind of funny, but I guess you do. <laughs> it's uh, 712-918-879-9898. Where do you keep your thermostat? 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country about 20 minutes away from Beat the Bull. Your chance at $1,000. Oh, my goodness. But before then, we just uh, we want to know... And especially as the weather's changing, where where is your thermostat set? Hey, good morning, Michael. What's up with you? We keep it set at sixty five year round. Yeah, get 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 out of here. That's too cold. No, we keep it sixty five year round. In the winter, we warm. We keep warm blankets, and in the summer, it feels nice. So you have a your power bill must be like unbelievable at sixty five. No, we actually have a. Luckily enough, we have really good insulation and. It's not bad. And we live in Claremore, so normally everyone complains about the Claremore. But You know, my question, I guess, is who controls the thermostat in your house? Is it more like I don't get to touch my thermostat. In fact, I get, like, if I turn it, I'll hear about it later. You know? Is this not a mutual thing? No, it's not. It's, I told you it's not a democracy when it comes to the thermostat. Somebody's in charge. So there's a dictator of the thermostat. And I was wondering... And, and your family, who controls the thermostat? Because there, there can't be both because you'll have two different opinions. Someone's just got to make the decision. And I just wonder if you're in your family, who controls the thermostat? You guys don't meet in the middle? <laughs> you mean like if I like it 69 and she likes it 71, then we go to 70? Right. No, it doesn't work like that. But I would love to know in your family, who is controlling the thermostat? especially as the weather's changing and stuff, uh, 918-879-9898. Who wears the thermostat pants in your family? 918-879-9898. I suspect it's the ladies. That's what I suspect. But I could be wrong. It's 918-879-9898. Who controls the thermostat? Good morning. 885 The Bull, uh, look at us. Coming in hot 12 minutes away from your chance at $1,000. Kelly won 400 Christmas presents. Uh, Luke won 400 last week. He said he's going to take his wife wife out to a very fancy dinner. What would you do with $1,000? Well, you might have that problem to find out in 12 minutes right here on 98.5 The Bull with Ty and Daniel. But uh, 
I don't know. I think this is a kind of a big deal in a house. Who controls the thermostat? It seems like nothingness, but that's kind of a big deal. I mean, it it has to do with your comfort in your own home, and who gets to control that? I suspect the ladies have all the control of the thermostat. You say that's the way it is at your house. That's the way it is in my life. If I even look at the thermostat, I get that, like, glance a lady gives you that, like, cuts you with daggers. You know what I'm saying? You're such a man's man that you're afraid of a, quote, glance. I am. And any smart man would be. Of a glance? They can, ladies can verbalize. It's a glance. Without even saying anything by just their eyes. Okay. They will cut you in half, son. Don't you forget it. That's why you're not married. You don't understand these things. Yeah, because I could never handle a glance. Uh, we want to know, who controls the thermostat at your house? Hey, good morning. It's Who's this? Sierra. Sierra. So S-I-E-R-R-A. Who, okay. Well, I got a spelling and everything. Uh, <laughs> who controls the thermostat in your house? My husband. What? Yeah. he. I'm not really picky as long as it's kind of warm, kind of cool. But, but he has to have it, like, really cold. It's kind of warm, kind of cool. Uh, but do you get any vote whatsoever? Like, hey, I'm cold. Would he go over there? Or is it just going to stay where it's at? He's getting better at it. There for a while. I was like, nope, it's staying right here. And uh, but about- he he's now to where if I tell him I'm cold, he'll move it. Well, that's a very sweet oh, yeah, What a nice guy. If, it's, if you're freezing, he'll, uh, he'll adjust now, it for you. Now, when I was pregnant, it was the other way around. I had to have it where I wanted it and everything. Yeah, when you're pregnant, anything goes when it comes to you. Yes. That's right. And both of my kids, they were summer babies, so I was pregnant during the summer. So I had it out. I didn't make it any better. <laughs> All right. So she says husband controls the thermat. Thank you, Sierra. Thermostat. Thank, Thank you, you. Sarah. All right. Ah, I thought for sure the ladies control the thermostat. Does your wife uh, have that glass thing over the thermat, as you call it? The, the thermostat. <laughs> Does your wife have that thing locked up in your house? Like people do at uh, corporations where they have it like yeah. in a clear box and it's got a key on it. Might as well. It's about the same. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Oh, this is Colton. Colton. So uh, who controls the thermostat up at your house? Usually I do. I mean, we gotta. I gotta be careful because we got a we got a one year old baby. But I usually keep it on like 64, 65, maybe sixty six some nights. You said you put it on sixty four degrees. Yeah, I have before. Yes. I'm kind of surprised that the ladies aren't in charge. I, I must but, be getting the raw deal at my house because I'm not even allowed to even look at the thermostat. But I'll wake up and my. Little girl will be uncovered, and I'll feel over, and she'll feel like an icicle. So I have to cover her back up. Yeah, well, yeah, well maybe adjust that. Yeah, maybe turn that thermostat <laughs> up instead of <laughs> yeah, freezing your baby. <laughs> Poor babies, like in there just shivering Funny, all night. It's not <laughs> sixty-four. Um, how low does a thermostat even go, Tug? I I don't know. That's a good question. I don't I don't have any clue in the world. Well, so so far it's been all husbands controlling it, except for one uh, weasel over here and his wife. Uh, I'm not allowed to touch it. Won't let him touch it. Hey, good morning. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Who's this? Yes, this is Megan. Hey, Megan. So who controls the thermostat at your house? My husband. All these husbands get to control the thermostat. I'm the only guy in America that has no say over the thermostat, I guess. But (laughs) does he he work with you? Like, if you complain, will he uh, adjust it for you? Or is his 
Is his uh, rule just law at your house? He'll he'll adjust it. So you you do have a vote, I guess. Right. I've lived in our our new house for three years, and I've only touched it like three times. Okay. (laughs) That's like Handmaid's Tale stuff over there. (laughs) She walks up and touches it, and she goes under his eye. Blessed be the fruit. Okay. Uh... All right. Well, you want to do one more? See yeah, what we let's, got? let's okay. take one. Hey, uh, good morning, 98.5 The Bull. What's your name? Brittany. Brittany, who controls the thermostat at your house? Me. Well, my husband likes to think that he does, uh, but if I get attitude, he knows. He gets to control the fan in the bedroom, and it goes to medium because I can't sleep with it off. Look at them. Uh, they're, they're, they're like, I don't know if they've been to counseling or whatever, but... Each gets a roll. She controls the thermostat. He controls the ceiling fan. But I like how she said that he, he thinks he has control over it. Oh, yes. What, do you sneak in there and change it? No, the second I get attitude, he knows to go change it. What does that mean, you get attitude? Like it's too warm in there and he, go, he knows to go change it? Oh, yeah. I'll, if the second a light goes out and I just even just start... <sighs> Like making noises like you're uncomfortable. Then. Yeah. So, so you do have ultimate control over. So Tig is afraid of a glance from his wife, and all you have to do is look at your husband and go, Ugh, and then he, he runs and changes it. <laughs> he scurries off. <laughs> what, what the you second hit? a light comes out of the blanket, he knows better. And the fan on medium, we do not go low. Like, I have to have a fan. Well, it sounds like you're mean to this guy. Do you hit him with a belt ever? No, I just, he knows. He just knows. He, 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 she gives him that look. If he look. wants to have a good night, oh, if he Lord. wants to have a good weekend, Okay, madam. Wow. <laughs> if he wants to have a good weekend, he better go change the thermostat. <laughs> he can either have his day ruined or his whole weekend. It's up to him, huh? <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Well, Brittany, I appreciate the call. Hey, Brittany, guess what? What? In six minutes, we've got a chance uh, for you and anybody listening to win up to $1,000. Sounds good. Have you been hearing the... Uh, Beat the bull on the bull? Yes. And uh, you're going to try to win that 1000 bucks. Always. Okay. Well, Sounds we like it. she's at work trying to be quiet. Are you at work right now? Absolutely. Why are you trying to be quiet? Just yell out. Like, just yell out, I love the bull. My location says that they would be like, why are you on the work phone when you're supposed to be? Tell them they can take that job and people. shove it. If you're listening to Tig and Daniel. If you listen carefully, Daniel, you can tell that they have it on in the office. Yeah, I hear it. Yeah. Where do you where do you work? The <laughs> jail. What? Where? <laughs> You're trying to get was, her in trouble, man. I was going to totally bust her. Like, hey, everybody, Brittany. <laughs> uh, why do you do that? She's listening. She's trying to sneak and listen. You want to bust her on it? All right, now, uh, <laughs> like five minutes away from beat the bull. She was whispering on 98.5 The Bull with Ty and Daniel. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Lady A, and I feel like I want you to win $1,000. Daniel, what time is it now? It is Beat the the Bull. Ty, today's contestant is Christy from Bixby. She's a cross-country coach. She is traveling through Tulsa right now with her kids Brody and Brooklyn in the car. Good morning, Christy. Good morning. Hi, everybody. Uh, We are good. We're going to have to get you to turn down that radio a little bit, though. 
We'll, uh, we'll email you a, a clip or something. Yeah, That's Chris, perfect. you got your kids in the car with you? Could, could they say hello, introduce themselves really quick? They're here, everybody. Hello. Hi. All right. That's well, Brody in Brooklyn. Good. So uh, you, you could use the money then. you got two kids. Who couldn't use a little extra money right now? Do you know how to play Beat the Bull? Oh, absolutely we do. You're going to hear some dollar amounts, Christy, and what you want to do is yell stop when you feel comfortable, but you want to yell stop before you hear the bull, because if you hear the bull before you yell stop, you win bull crap. Okay. We're ready because we don't want any bull crap. Time. No. We don't. Are you ready? I'm ready. Daniel's ready. Everybody's ready. And, uh, again, just say stop before you hear that bull, and uh, you're good to go. And you give me a countdown, Daniel. All right, Christy, it's time to beat the bull in three, two, one. Begin. Let's go. 50. One hundred. They said stop. Is she that, stops. Did, did I get it right? Yeah, 300. Oh, my goodness. You, three. you were right. That sounds to me like Woo! it's a... Uh... <laughs> it sounds to me like that's 100 for each of you. Is that Was that your strategy? Absolutely it was. <laughs> uh, Christy, could you look in the rearview mirror and ask the children if they want to hear how far the bull was going, or would you guys rather not know? How far? Yeah, of course you want to hear. You want to hear it, Brody? Louder. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, so. Well, they've got themselves $300, which is a very nice way to start the day. But let's see how far the bull was going to go. All right, the bull continues. Here we go. I wanted 700. That was my day. 800. 800. Oh. 850. Ooh. 900. Oh, man. 1,000! Oh, man! Wow. Oh, we could have got a pony! Oh, man! <laughs> well, 300, though, is good. You know what they say, Tyga? A bush in the hand is worth two in the bird. That's right. Exactly how they say that. Well, Christy, uh, look, oh. you guys did great. Uh, 300 bucks. That's... Uh, the kids better have a good Christmas. Tell you that. Uh, absolutely. They'll get something worth 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and 100 for mom. 100 for each yep. child. Hey, well, uh, look, yeah. you got 300 bucks in the bank you didn't have earlier. And we're going to continue to play this game on and on and on and on. It did go to 1,000 today. Will it go to 1,000 tomorrow? I guess we'll find out. We play again tomorrow at 740. And, hey, you guys were really fun to have on the radio, and I really appreciate you listening to us in the mornings on the way uh, to school. Thank you. You guys are awesome. And um, she wants me to learn CrossFit with her. Yeah, you say you're a coach? Yes. Uh, a CrossFit coach? Uh, I, used, I, used, I used to coach CrossFit, and now I coach cross-country. Across country? What's the difference? Yeah. 
CrossFit is functional fitness. Uh, cross country is running, just running. Oh boy, I can't do that. I run hundred yards. I get, I get bored. <laughs> <laughs> what's the? What, I can train you. What is the secret to being able to run long distances? You got to do it consistently. <laughs> practice makes perfect, I guess. Practice, lots of practice. Congrats on that big check and. Uh, we hope you keep listening to 98.5 The Bull and uh, give your best to the family for us, okay? We will every day. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much, Christy. 98.5 The Bull with Tiger Daniel. Beat the Bulls back tomorrow at 740. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country with Tiger and Daniel. Uh, you know, I, I, people... People hate it when I do magic, but I love doing magic. And um, it turns out when you do magic for people, they don't really like it, especially coming from me. Because I'll go around the building and I'll just find people I'm like, hey, yeah, you yeah, know, pick a card. And, you know, they actually have gigs and they're trying to work. And I'm like, you know, pick a ace or something, right? But I watched this show that's uh, on the CW and it's called Pen and Teller. You know, and they make people disappear and they, you know, all that stuff. Well, they're coming to River Spirit on October 22nd. And I'm getting so excited about going. Are you going to go? I would like to go, but I don't know who would go with me. Would you go? Are you asking me to go with you? I like, don't just know. come I mean, right out and say you, it if you, you want. You say you hate magic. I, it, the magic takes too long. What do you mean it takes too long? A like concert do, takes three hours. When you do your tricks. Yeah. It's like a five, ten minute ordeal, and I've seen that you have only two tricks in your repertoire. <laughs> well, they're they're two pretty good tricks. You say it takes too long to do magic. You go to a three and four hour concert's no problem. Yeah, I go to a three hour movie if it's entertaining. But hey, you don't think that like Penn and Teller they like have a Vegas show? I would kind of like around. to see that. Who is calling here? Who's calling see, our show? See what they think about All right, magic. Hold on. All right. Hello, good morning. This is uh ninety eight five the bull. What's up? about the magic show to be okay is it the be okay or is I think it it's river spirit river spirit yeah oh river spirit is that what it was river spirit well i was gonna say my boss is actually really 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 good don't put me on the radio please i don't uh, know oh, wait, you're, you're, you're already live on the radio yeah. it's, really? a, it's implied oh, consent yeah oh. but you know don't, okay well don't. he's good friends with the, the owner and i was gonna see if you didn't if you i can't go with you obviously but you wait, know, he's, he's good friends with who the owner oh the CEO, not the owner. The people that own Penn and Teller. I don't know who the owner is. <laughs> I thought she was going to tell me she knew Penn and Teller. Uh, yeah, you know, it's... Uh, I'm not that cool. Don't make me feel bad. Um, well, you don't think ma magic's dorky? I mean, like, that's kind of... I hear, when in college, I used to go to bars and do magic for ladies. They hated it. Well, you know, I think it's the young ladies that hate it, but, you know, when you get older, that stuff's cute. My kids love the magic. Okay, they love the card tricks and stuff. So I am always having to do those kinds of things. Pick a card and guess what's under the cup. Yeah. I don't know. You know, there is a, um, I, I go to the AMC South Roads 20, Tiger. There's a magic shop close yeah, to that's there. Right. Have you seen that? I took your son over there. That's right. And, uh, they start doing magic tricks for him, and me and your son wanted to leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so, wow, that's so cute. I didn't even know they had something like that. Yeah, they do have a magic show. Yeah, they're, they ni they're nice guys and all, but I was like, I, I want to get out of here. On and on this guy went, trying to tickle me with a feather and all this kind of weird stuff. Well, well luckily for me, oh luckily for me and Daniel, we've done enough, uh, you know, rolling the dice that I think we could probably get 
get in, you know? Complimentary because... Like, by the way, why don't you occasionally pay for something? No, thanks. Why should you get everything free just because you're talking to this microphone a it's few not. hours a day? It's that I've played enough cards at the uh, River Spirit to uh, earn my tickets to see Penn & Teller. Yeah, they ought to change. We've lost so much money in that casino. We ought to change it to Tygan Daniels Cove. Spirit. <laughs> Dude, why, does anybody ever win at the casino? I hear stories, but it never happens to uh, me. Actually, yeah, I did. People I stole. Do. I stole a hundred dollars from Tig. Uh, <laughs> At the Blake Shelton concert, I asked uh, him for some cash to go get a beer with it. Then I didn't give him back a change. Then I took that to River Spirit Casino when I went to get my free cast iron skillet and won $500. So, yeah, a lot of folks win. Nice. I need to go to the casino with you then. That's, that's what I just heard. Hey, stop hitting on me, lady. Take it easy. <laughs> you guys are very funny, though. I will say, I don't, I don't usually like listening to the radio, but you, you guys are hilarious. Well, I, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for the backhanded compliment. She's like, I hate the radio. It you guys are all right. Backhanded. Don't. <laughs> no, I. Well, I really don't. Honestly, lately, like most of them, they just they kind of talk about the same stuff. And personally, I feel like people that have that are on the radio have a little bit of influence that they're maybe not using as much as they could. So it kind of bothers me. But I think you guys are funny and. I like the stuff you talk about. Um, so fill fill in the say that. Give you a nice compliment. Fill in the blank. Uh, the blanks here. I love when they talk about blank on the radio, but I hate when they talk about blank on the radio. Okay. I love when they talk about Donald Trump on the radio. I hate when they talk about Joe Biden on the radio. What do you listen like a political show? Well, that's all the really all I've been listening to. If it's not like my Spotify kind of keeping up. Like I said, I feel like the personalities have some influence that's not being used due to censorship and, I don't know, Nazi regime control, whatever. I don't know if you heard, today we had a very controversial topic. We were discussing uh, what people keep their thermostats on. So. <laughs> I came in, so that's right when I got in my car. Yeah, see, I came in when I heard the Britney girl talking about the, the thermostat. <laughs> see how we use our power and influence? We ask people what temperature their house is. <laughs> We're so stupid. I love it. I love it. No, but, right. but seriously, though, do you, you find Joe Biden to be the best president or the second best president? He's not the president. Okay? <laughs> he's, the he's the worst human being alive. Follow that, that he heard that. Yeah. All right. well, Absolutely. We, <laughs> well, we appreciate uh, that. Well, I, you know, if you don't like normal radio, yeah, start listening to us. We do very co- Tomorrow we're going to talk about cheese, so it's going to be yeah, very controversial again. Sweet. Polarizing. I listening well thank you so much for the call okay hey you guys have a good morning all thank right you, you too bye-bye 98.5 the bull today's hot country with tig and daniel 807 good morning daniel good morning tig uh, would you consider yourself a professional um broadcaster i yeah, do get paid to do this job so in that you? sense i would be a professional and yes. so tig was uh, he's excited about penn and teller coming on what did you say october 24th something like that 22nd somewhere man. uh and uh, now you've been scolded and corrected what's your name ma'am dorothy dorothy what is this moron got on here and he said the show is coming up but you you wanted to let us know that what they canceled it till next year yeah they postponed it tig because well, i i had just gotten you know how like a river spirit will mail you stuff mm-hmm I got so excited inside. It was like, ah, uh, you can get two tickets, you know, if you wait in this line and you get to go. And I didn't ever see that they uh, they moved it a year. Yeah, they postponed it a whole year. Dorothy, what do you do for a living? Um, I'm the uh, aerospace industry. 
Well, there you go. This and is same second time she works person. in yeah aerospace, you're supposed to be in the know. And Dorothy calls and has to correct you. Hmm. Were you were you going to go to that show, Dorothy? Is that why you know? Absolutely, I was. No, I was I was getting so excited. Now, now, what do I have to look forward to now this fall? Tig is also a bit of a magician. He makes ratings disappear. Dwight Yoakam Thursday night. <laughs> she totally hey, glosses over my know, joke. I, also, Tig, hold on. He, he goes upstairs and gets a sandwich to eat, and then he's trying to eat it earlier uh, right on the air, and I can hear him munching on it into the microphone. And, Tig, when you eat, you make this sound that goes... Be quiet. It sounds like you're making out with somebody. That's how I imagine you sound when you kiss. Um, listen, you, she mentioned Dwight Yoakam. Mm -hmm. Daniel has this amazing Dwight Yoakam story. Uh, the... <laughs> That he, I guess he's not canceled. Dwight Yoakam's still on, right? Yes. Yes, okay. yes. Listen to this story about Dwight Yoakam. We met Dwight Yoakam once. I was very excited to see Dwight Yoakam. I love his music. I love him in that movie Sling Blade. He's a great actor. He's also in the new Clint oh, yeah. Eastwood movie Cry Macho. But I'd often wondered what happens when uh, celebrities meet people that have their faces tattooed onto them. Do you have, do you have any huh? tattoos, Dorothy? No. Uh, well, so so say you're a huge Dwight Yoakam fan and you went and had Dwight Yoakam's face tattooed on your arm and you met him and showed it to him. What do you think he would say? Wow, I don't know. Do you think he'd be honored or would he be like, uh... Freaked out. <laughs> yeah, freaked out. This lady waited in line, met him, and, you know, I keep picturing Dwight Yoakam as like Doyle from Sling Blade, you know, the, this kind of like crass character. He, she shows Dwight Yoakam the tattoo, and Dwight Yoakam goes, Now, why would you do that? Why did you do that? <laughs> Gets on to it. He didn't like it at all. I wouldn't want that either. Somebody got that me tattooed lady. onto them. Yeah. Stalker. <laughs> yeah, stalker. Do you have a, you don't have to lie, do you have a Tiger and Daniel tattoo, Dorothy? Um, not yet. Not yet. Okay, good. She's working on it. <laughs> well, well, thank you for correcting us. And sorry, Tiger's so revolting when he eats his uh, soft sandwiches on the air. I'm sorry not allowed to eat breakfast at work every now and then. Who has a sandwich for breakfast? Then before that, he had a boiled egg. Okay. Would you be quiet? Hey, I, I don't appreciate tell Dorothy to be quiet. How dare her, you? I'm, How I'm dare you, Tug? Well, thanks for clearing up the Penn and Teller thing. I guess I just You're got welcome. a whole other year to be excited about it. I hope you have a great day. Not quite, but close. Hope you have a good day, okay? You too. Thanks. Yeah, Daniel, even though I'm angry at you, I do have to give you a compliment. A amateurs have to call and get on to you. Even though you're a despicable person. Thank you. You do have a good smile. I, I want to leave now. <laughs> uh, well, thank you. You know who to thank for my uh, wonderful smile. It's Dr. Hugh McDougall. Yeah. Boy, this dentist is something else. I used to be afraid to go to the dentist because when I was younger, my mom took me to, like, this Dr. Pole guy from, uh, you might see him on Animal Planet, a guy that works on animals. This dentist was so terrible, hurt me so bad that I didn't go for a decade well, that was until I met Dr. Hugh McDougall. He specializes in pain-free and stress-free treatment. He's like a, he's got a degree in psychology, mm -hmm. so he understands. Whoa, he understands how to calm you and how intimidating it might be for some people to be there. Yeah, he puts you uh, in that chair, and, and and as you look up at the ceiling, there's a painting up there. And before, while you're sitting there waiting, you can look out and see birds and squirrels frolicking on a frolicking on uh, bird feeders and whatnot. Yeah. The whole experience is good. I especially recommend it for children. You have a, did you know you have a young son, Tug? Yeah, dude, he's got to be like 
Five or six now years old. Six now. years old now. Six yeah. years old. And yeah. uh, you should take him so he won't grow up afraid of the dentist. Mm-hmm. That's how special Dr. Hugh McDougal is. Also does Invisalign. He does it all. Dr. Hugh McDougal. Just Google McDougal. That's M-C-D-O-U-G-A-L-L-D-D-S.com. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center.